There's a lot going on right now that we're not used to seeing. The landscape looks very different than it did several weeks back, a couple of months back. The calendar looks so different. Our cities and towns look very different as we go about what business we can do. Our living rooms look very different at particular times in the day. Our buildings where churches meet look very different, especially on Sunday mornings. And you might notice the stage that I'm speaking from today looks different than prior weeks, and that's because for the first time since mid-March, I am speaking to you from our building here at Chair City Church. I'm encouraged by that. I hope you are one step closer to us coming together. Now, God knew that we would be here at this time. Now, many ask, what's going on? Why is this happening? What is this all about? Different thoughts, different conversations. I want you to believe with me right now that we are in a time of renewal. The truth is what's happening right now, and this isn't just Dave making an assessment. I'd be cool with that, and I think there'd be some credibility to it. But what we're seeing is we look back in Christian history and world history that the environment that's upon us right now that we're living in is very good, perhaps excellent for renewal. Most of what we see happen in our relationship with God happens in connection to other things, events, and people. And all that together as an aggregate creates an environment. And God uses these environments to work in our lives, to see his plan, his good and perfect plan played out in our lives, to, to grow us in our faith and our trust and knowledge of him, to move us forward in his plan for our lives. If you're married, God wants to use that environment to flow forward his plan in your life. If you're graduating from school and you're in a time of transition, God wants to use that environment for you to grow in your knowledge and trust in him. And, and all that's going on in graduating and considering what's ahead, all that is an environment for you to grow and know God more. Maybe you're retired and the kids are no longer, you know, at home and God wants to use that environment. Maybe you're a mom and it's your first Mother's Day uh, with your little one home. Maybe you're a mom and it's your first Mother's Day with no little ones home. Maybe it's your first Mother's Day being a grandmother. Listen, all of these are environments. There's a background. There are components that are coming together that are taking place in your life, that are creating an environment. And I believe in this current crisis, this environment with all the restrictions, all the changes, the cancellations, the challenges, the loss of time, the loss of money, the loss of precious life. In all of this, God wants to do a great work of renewal in my life and in your life and in the church. We are the church. Let's read from the book of Isaiah today, chapter 40, verse 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew 
their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. The verse 31 says, those who hope in the Lord. Some of your versions might say those who wait on the Lord. We are trusting, I'm trusting that God has a plan and that he's going to do his great work in this environment. The scripture tells us this is who God is, his character, his attributes. Again, the history of Christendom of the world tells us this. But at this time and in this place in our lives, God is going to do a great renewal. The verse says those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Their strength physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And that makes sense because the Bible tells us that God in all weakness is strong. When we come to the end of ourselves, we meet God in a great way. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. God wants to do a work of renewal in your life, in this environment. Don't miss this opportunity. When the scripture says here that you can soar on wings like eagles, I mean, I, I can't really grasp that. I mean, I've never gone hang gliding. I did years ago, jump out of a plane. I went skydiving. But I mean, that's different. You just kind of jump out and then drop several thousand feet. Now, the eagle can soar like few other birds can. And eagles, from what I at least observe, travel higher than most birds and even above the clouds, closer to the heaven than any other bird. I was talking to somebody earlier in the week, and they asked me, you know, how you doing, how things going? I said, ah, oh, you know, I'm okay. It's kind of a dreary day out there. And he said, well, yeah, I guess so if you live beneath the clouds. But, you know, if you live above the clouds right now, it's really sunny and very bright. And I think he was just kind of, you know, giving me a message. Those who live, those who hope in the Lord, rise above the clouds and they soar above their current circumstances. They see what God wants them to see, what he is doing in their midst. The verse goes on to say that those who hope in the Lord will run and not grow weary. The, the verse says that we will walk and not grow faint, not be weary, not grow faint. Meaning that you and I as believers in Jesus Christ, those who are, have hope in the Lord, there's going to be a resiliency and a resolve for us in us. Right now in our current circumstances, God is wanting to do a unique work of renewal. And within that renewal, coming up on that renewal, there's going to be a resolve in us. There's going to be a resiliency in us. This is who we are as people, those who follow Jesus. God is at work. This is a phenomenal time of opportunity for you and for me. God is renewing us individually and corporately as his body of Christ. Now, for this to happen, we want first to be with Jesus. This must be an ongoing reality for us. Now, there's a lot of discussion and conflict and debate, uh, you know, on this decision, you know, uh, by the 
the leaders in place to governors about mandates and recommendations to shelter in place, to stay at home. Whatever side of the fence you're on, wherever you land, here's a way to kind of look at this in an above-the-clouds way. They are inviting us to spend more time at home, less travel. Things have slowed down a bit. Basically, what they're saying is we're giving you more time to spend with Jesus. We're giving you more time to settle in and to focus and to dwell on what's most important in your lives. Do not miss this opportunity. They just told us to spend more time with Jesus. And the closer we get to Jesus, the more we're going to appreciate, be sensitive, to be drawn to that's what's most important in our lives. We're going to live more from the spirit that's inside of us. It's going to be better for our relationships. Don't miss this. As you are renewed, your relationships will be renewed. You know, it's easy. It's easy to just kind of, you know, keep checking the phone and checking the news and answering the notifications and going on Facebook and vegging out and checking out. And I, I get that for the first few days, but you, got, you can't go there now. Don't miss this opportunity to spend more time with Jesus, to, to be able to be more sensitive and to be in the now with those you love. Establish routines regarding your time with Jesus. Listen, we want intimacy in the closest of our relationships. And when we, I talk intimacy, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about intimacy that's beyond sex. It, it's the deepest place you can go in relationship. And it's re- established with meaningful, consistent, heartfelt communication over time. If you want to be with Jesus, grow in your intimacy with him. And do that by communicating with Jesus day after day in this current environment. Communicate with Jesus. Spend time with Jesus. Grow in your intimacy with Jesus. And you will be renewed physically, spiritually, emotionally. Everything else is seemingly to one extent or another is shutting down. But the church has not shut down. The church has never been shut down. And the church never will be shut down. Those who wait on the Lord, those who have hope in the Lord, their strength will be renewed. Your renewal comes from your intimate relationship with Jesus. Our present environment, with all its negatives, and there are many, and the issues, and the tragedies, all of this is affording you an opportunity to deepen your relationship with God. May everything else slow down. May other things shut down, but not your relationship with Jesus. Move that forward. This is a time of renewal. Don't be on the sidelines. Don't slumber. Don't sleep. Trust in God, when you think relationship, think renewal. Renewal in all areas of your life. When you spend time with Jesus, you get renewed because you get a glimpse into how God sees you. And that's magnificent. When was the last time you paused and gave thought that God 
the creator of heaven and earth, the one true God, loves to spend time with you. Zephaniah, it's a book in the Old Testament. The Bible is two parts, Old Testament, New Testament. Old Testament is all that happened from the creation of the world right up until before the birth of Jesus. And then the New Testament is the birth of Jesus and then the establishment of the church. And in the Old Testament, in this book of Zephaniah, God is speaking through the prophet. And he says in verse 17, chapter 3, For the Lord your God is living among you. He's a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. God, the mighty one, is with us. We are not alone. And when we're sad and filled with sorrow, let us recall the scripture, the truth. God delights in us. We are not desperate because God delights in us. When we're overwhelmed to an extraordinary degree, remember that God, with his love, will calm all your fears, all, all your suspicions, all the uncertainty. God loves you, and that calms you. And then it says, he rejoices over you with joyful songs. So Wednesday was my wife, was Christie's birthday, and as a family, we're hanging out at the table, we're having cake, we're talking, and uh, I just pull out my phone and I pull up the top 30 songs from 1973, the year Christy was born. And you don't have to give me uh, any excuse to play music from the 70s. And so as we listened, you know, to the songs, we smiled, we laughed, it was warm, it was close. It was just great to be with one another. You see, this is what it looks like with the scripture saying, God is with you. He rejoices over you. He's singing songs with you. It's warmth. It's, it's a beautiful presence. And these are songs and, and, and a place of love. So we are renewed by being with Jesus. And we are renewed in the presence of God where we, we trust God who tells us in being renewed that we are to be the church and work together. We are the body of Christ, the church. And God has designed for each one of us to find ourselves in being a part of something greater than ourselves. You know, e even those who are atheists believe that. Secularists have, have come to realize that, to, you know, to live greater than oneself. Even Maslow, it, it is at the top of his hierarchy of human needs in, in, in the ending, towards the ending of his life, said, this is it, to transcend yourself, to live beyond yourself. There's an African proverb. It says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. You and I are created by God to go far together. And we will go far together. There's so much more for you and I as Chair City Church to do as the body of Christ. We are better together and the best is yet to come. And we are being renewed. And we're not going to crawl out of this time. We're going to burst out of it. Because God is already doing a great work amongst you. Things are happening week to week. Lives are being changed. I get emails. I get texts. I'm seeing some of you, some of you grow spiritually that I've been praying for for years. You're growing. God is preparing us. He's renewing us. He's doing a great work and all for his glory. Yeah, we can't meet in person right now, 
but we are figuring out, you and I, how we can be the church and work together. And I said this coming week now, we will, uh, we will work with Haywood Hospital and we'll be supporting the staff in their emergency room department. We are, we're providing kind of a main course. There, you know, we're doing it Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, and there are three shifts each day, and every shift is getting the meal, and it's the, the meal with the snack and the drinks. And, and we're working together with G Vegas Diner here. They've come alongside of us. How cool is that? And, and we're working with Wachusett Potato Chip Company in Fitchburg and Table Talk Company in Worcester. We've all come together to just come alongside these people on the front lines and support them and let them know that we appreciate them and we care. They're not alone and that we are going to win this together. And that the body of Christ does not sleep, does not slumber, does not get shut down, but is alive and well and kicking to God be the glory. Now, this has come about by individuals who love God, that are being creative, that are on point, that are working together. You know, I, I had come to think about it. I talked with the owner of G Vegas. We talked back and forth, talked to the hospital together. An idea came up about the meal. That, you know, that sort of was going to be it. You know, here at Cheer City, we really like to do things well. And then... Uh, Lenny came by my house, our bass player, and, and we were talking. I was telling him about what's going on. Now, now, just so you know, when Lenny came by my house, he was doing something really seriously important. He was bringing me cannolis from Mike's in Boston. And I, just, to be, just to be on the up and up here, I've read it in the governor's mandate that it is okay to bring Dave Trelongo cannolis from Mike's or Gerardo's. This is okay. Hebrews. And when Lenny came... And we were talking as he left me and he heard what we were doing. He, it came upon him to go to just walk into Wachusa Potato Chips, tell them what we were doing and who we are. And they said, yeah, we will donate the chips. We, we think that's great. We would like to be a part of that. And then he connected with Table Talk. Then he thought, well, what about Table Talk down in Worcester? I think they're there. And he, connect, he talked to them, and they said, you know what? That's great. We're so glad to hear these, all these other entities, G Vegas and, and the Potato Chip Company, Wachusett and us, we'll join that. And they donated all the pies. We're talking a couple of hundred pies and chips and, and sandwiches and wraps from G Vegas. It's just fantastic. We are the church. We are working together and we are better together. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 through 25 says, Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return, Jesus' return, is drawing near. We live in a day and an age that is unprecedented, and we cannot gather together in a building. That doesn't mean that we stop being the church, that we stop caring for each other and caring for our community. And caring means doing and acting good works. Yes, we are fortunately that we are connecting together through technology, and I'm glad we're doing that, and you are doing a phenomenal job. We have right now record numbers in our life groups. That's tremendous. There are other things that we want to do as the church, and we must continually do in being the church. Let us motivate one another to acts of love and good works. 
right now. Many of you are giving generously. That's an act of love and good works. You're caring for your church. You enable us to continually to do what God has called us to do. You are really working in this time of renewal. You're being renewed in your generosity. People are coming to know Christ in this time, in a time like this. As you gather together in our online life groups, notice each other. Notice one another. Be prepared to care for each other, to build each other up, to encourage one another. And I'm seeing it happen. I'm hearing about how you are just helping each other. One group, it's been made known to me, and I was kind of part of that, is going to be coming alongside you know, sometimes we come towards June at the ending of their group. Our, our groups like to do projects, come together and, and do a project in the community or a project to help somebody in their, in their group. And one of the groups is going to be coming alongside a woman and her husband. Uh, the woman is with child, expecting sometime in the near future. They have a large property, a farm to care for animals. It's part of, it's part of uh, what the woman does as her occupation, therapy for children. Our horses, caring, taking in animals. Well, they're going to come together, that group, and they're going to do a spring cleaning on the farm. How awesome is that? How wonderful is that? It's just going to be a glorious time. Let's be the church. Let's do this together. You can close a building down, but you cannot close the church down. The, this, our faith was never meant to be an, an individualistic thing, but a communal thing. Reach out and care for those you know would be blessed. On Sunday, right before the sermon starts, you know, if we're going to listen to a message, I'll make a call, and I'll, and I'll call up an elderly woman, and, I, and she, she doesn't have the technology, the ability to watch it online. So I make that call, and I take that, and I, and I put the phone right next to the TV so that she can hear the message. And as we're sitting there, we hear her laughing and amen. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, hallelujah. It's just, it's just so warming and so encouraging. Listen, we are the church. We're better together. And we are being renewed. And because we are in this environment of renewal, we want to be on Mission. Say, Dave, how could I be on mission? What, what, what is God's mission right now, especially in all that's going on? Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. God calls Ab Abram, who eventually becomes Abraham. The Lord had said to Abram in verse 1, Leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you, and I will make you into a great nation, which he did. And I will bless you and make you famous, and you'll be a blessing to others, which Abraham was. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. And all families on earth will be blessed through you, which they have. The mission of God is for people to realize that God has blessed us so we can be a blessing to others. God has blessed Dave. I now desire and want to be a blessing for others when you follow Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, you know that God has blessed you. Right now, wherever you are, whatever your perspective it is, whatever you think things are, whatever you suspect or don't suspect, 
whatever is happening, if you believe in Jesus, you know that you are blessed. You, your family, your children, your wife, you are blessed. And God has called you to be on mission and to bless others. And when he, we're talking about Abraham, when God told Abraham that you will be a blessing, he was speaking to the greatest blessing of all, and that being Jesus Christ. Jesus was a descendant of Abraham. A great thing that we can do in times like this is to tell people about Jesus. Now, that could be in conversation. I'm seeing so many more opportunities to do that. I'm, look, I'm always you know, cognitive of who I'm talking to, and I'm always careful, and I'm always considerate. But, but often that could look like not only what you would say, but what you would do and how you would act, to, like doing something helpful to somebody around you, to a neighbor, to a friend, to a relative, to somebody in your community. In times of uncertainty, in times of fear, People are wanting and needing God. They're so much more open to God. Even my neighbor I was just talking to before I had come to preach, and, and he made that comment that people just seem to be even more in need of God or, or wanting to know more about God. It's just simply comforting. It, it, they, they want to believe there's something more. Something is telling them in this environment that there is something more. Tell people, I'm praying for you. I care about you. I have found that they are so much more welcoming to hearing those things. After you drop off the groceries for them, after you tell them that you're sad to hear they lost their job or they've been furloughed, after you console them because their, their child didn't have that graduation ceremony. We have two that recently lost out on that. We, we, we know what you feel. I walk in the kitchen and my wife's crying and she's like, yeah, it's, it's just not going to happen for them. Bless them. Bring sanitizer. Bring food. Give people toilet paper. Give me cannolis. Leave the toilet paper. Take the cannolis. That's a Godfather joke, by the way. Let's talk to people about God when the opportunity is there. And let's talk to God about people in our lives, in our community. The church is on mission, and you and I are the church, and we right now in this time, in such a time like this, want to be on mission. And when we live on mission, we are renewed. Now, the greatest mission the world has ever seen was Jesus Christ stepped out of heaven and come to earth to save us, to save me, to save you. Jesus is hope in the darkness. When you place your faith and trust in Jesus, you are saved. You are renewed. You are, your, your, your spirit is regenerated. You're, you're born again. You are a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Now, if you're watching this, and you are not yet a follower of Jesus. I believe that God knew, as much as I set up at the front of this message, that God knew what would be going on at this time. God knew that you'd be hearing this message in such a time like this. He wants you to know that he, he delights in you, and, 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 and he's created you, and he loves you, and he, he loves that you're drawing closer to him right now, that you're more aware of your need for him. 
and who wants you to come into a deeper relationship with him. And to do that, you must place your trust in Jesus Christ. You see, because of this sin, which sin is like, you know, we've chosen a wrong path to go to. We've missed the mark that God has called us for. But because of Jesus Christ's death on the cross and shedding of his blood, his blood covers and eradicates that sin so that when God looks down on us, he doesn't see that sin, that missed mark, that wrong path chosen. He sees Jesus and his righteousness. Say today within yourself, if you decided to come to faith in Jesus, if you decided for Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you say, God, I need you. Today I'm turning to you. I want renewal. I want renewal in my life, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally. I want renewal, and I want that to begin with you, God. And today I trust in Jesus as my Lord, as my Savior, as my rescuer. Amen. If you've said that prayer, then you have begun a renewed relationship with Jesus. You are being renewed even as I am speaking. And I thank God for you and I celebrate with you. I have been there. The best is yet to come. Now, if you have come to this place at the end of my message, scroll down and you're going to see a link or a text number. Just respond to that. It's going to bring you quickly and smoothly to a form. It's going to enable you to tell us your information. And all that is really, we want to pray for you. We want to kind of amongst ourselves, we do, we celebrate. We're so glad. And we want to get you out a package, a special package, that will kind of give you some support in your life-changing, wonderful decision. Now, if you are with us for the first time, as Christy said earlier, really, we appreciate you taking the time to let us know that by clicking on the link. It's very encouraging for us to know that you were with us, you joined us, and we don't overwhelm you. We just get you out some good info to let you know what's going on and to, yeah, to connect to you. And remember, if you go to our website, we are in the middle of a church-wide, we call it Momentum Campaign, 40 Days of Momentum. Go to the website, you'll see it up at the top on the right-hand side. There are several resources available for free. Some of these are outstanding resources. If you go to our YouTube page right now, you can see weekly messages from myself. A new message comes out. Usually a 15 to 20-minute message uh, comes out every Wednesday right around 12.30 in the afternoon. Fridays, Christy and I are doing a kind of a a freestyle Friday Zoom call. We just, about 6.30 or 7 o'clock, check the website. We just, you know, you'll get a link to a Zoom call. It's just me and Christy, and we're winging it. We're talking, laughing, joking around just to connect with you. We had a good group this past Friday. I, would look, I look forward to having you join us and seeing you. Look, God is saying it's time for old things to go away. It's a time of cultivation. God wants to do something great in your life. You've been distracted by so much. So many of you are living a life where you don't actually cope with things. You haven't learned to cope with things. You've learned to live in distraction. And there's a difference between coping with some things and, being, and just creating distractions not to deal with things. And all of that, that way of being, you're not living the life God has called you to. You're not living a life that you enjoy. There are more important things in life. The race that you're running might not be the, the race that you should be in. 
you're climbing a ladder of success, but I think maybe you might have leaned it up against the wrong building, as we say here at Cheer City Church. And it is sad that you could get to a part in your life when you realize that you've been successful at the least important things, the least things that matter in life. And right now is a time that you've been interrupted and you could pause and you can just see that. And it's an opportunity to be renewed and to come to a greater place. God wants you to focus on what's most important. This current crisis is the environment for renewal. God wants you to spend time with him, to be with Jesus. God wants us, you and I, to be the church, to bless others. Let's stay on mission and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with words and deed. I miss you. I do. I can't wait to gather again with you. We will burst out. In the meantime, let's be the church. To God be the glory.